0: Well, hello, children, and welcome to another episode. I am your resident spooky drag queen, Pissy Miles.
1: And I'm your resident spooky smartass, Sam Baxter.
0: And And this this is is my my spooky gay family. family. hello sam baxter
1: hello busy miles <laughs>
0: how are you doing i'm good how are you so far so good uh anything new anything we haven't caught up on not really my
1: still goodness. still boring over here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could say the same this week was a bit crazy for me it kind of like turned me on my head because i'm like Obviously, I have not had very many busy weeks since the pandemic started. But this week, for some reason, I work. I ended up working, like, five days. And this coming week, I'm working, like, six. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, I, I was saying to David, like, I can't complain because it's a good thing, you know, to have been out of work for so long and to now be working so much but at the same time, like my body is just not used to it. My body is not prepared <laughs> for all of this craziness. So I'm feeling a bit worn out. I'm feeling a bit like I'm burning the candle at both ends. But uh I I suppose it's for good reason. Yeah. Have you been have you been keeping busy?
1: Yeah. No, it's you know, your normal get up, work, Stardew Valley, bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you still doing the treadmill?
1: I am still doing the treadmill. Yes. Yeah.
0: Are you enjoying it now? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I will ever actually enjoy the treadmill. No.
0: Yeah, I. Even at my fittest, when I was in college, I. I ran more out of a sense of like routine and obligation than out of a sense of like joy. Yeah. And I ran a lot. Like, I, I went to dance class every day. I went to the gym every day. And on most days, in addition to doing both of those things, I would, like, go for an hour or two-hour run just mm-hmm. in Upper Montclair where I went to school. And it was nice because the houses there are pretty and it's nice to, like, have something to look at. And I would, like, listen to music and, and do whatever. But um, I, I, I would be... I would be hard-pressed to say I I was, like, enjoying it. At yeah. least the running part. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was kind of nice, but the running was was kind of shitty. Uh, I And, yeah, I, I, I wish I could get into a routine like that again now. I wish that I could find that in myself to be like, you know what? Every day I'm going to go for a walk. Every day I'm going to do something kind of keeping myself fit. Although, like I said, I am working, like, six days this week, so I'm like, does that count as my two hours of exercise? Who knows? My endocrinologist would say no.
1: <laughs> yeah, but does your endocrinologist do what you do? End
0: in heels? No. She usually does her job sitting down, so I don't want to fight although she's skinny, so fuck her. But <laughs> I uh, I, uh, I will say, um, yeah, I, I probably could do better about just, like, Finding time to ex, I, it's not even that I don't have time. Like, most of my day is not spent exercising. So it's like, I could very easily find the time if I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. I just, especially on a show day, like, do you ever find if you have writing to do on any given day, do you find that you like, you don't want to do th- like, I don't want to say things because that's not a very good descriptor, but like you don't want to do chores or you don't want to do things you don't want to do because you're like, well, I already have work later. So it's like, I don't want to spend the time doing something I don't want to do in preparation for like getting ready for work.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. Like I don't, I don't like to do anything before I start work. Like I'll, I'll do things after, Mm. but I can't, I can't do those things knowing that I still have work I need to do that day.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how I end up feeling. Do, you, but don't you like don't you get on the treadmill in the morning?
1: Yes, I do because otherwise I will not do it.
0: Because <laughs> by the time you're done working, it's like absolutely yeah. not. I won't do it. Yeah, absolutely. that's like I would have to go to the gym if I was going to go to the gym on any given day. I would have to do it before my show mm. because if I went after my show, I wouldn't go after my show. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um. I think that's I think that's entirely fair. I I do like I said I do wish that I could like convince myself to be more active. I wish I could convince myself to do more of that kind of thing. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I kind of wish I could convince myself to be more active, and I'm like, I'm doing an hour on the treadmill.
0: But that's what I'm but saying. Like, like you're already doing it.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's very much like. Okay, I get up, I do this slog for an hour and then, you know, I go about my day and that's it. Mm. And I don't even know if that actually makes up for the fact that, like, I don't go anywhere anymore. So I don't like, there's no incidental walking during my day. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm existing in the bottom level of my house where the longest I have to walk is maybe like 12 feet.
0: Right. But that is an hour more exercise than you were doing before.
1: Yes, that is true.
0: So it's like... Even if it's only an hour of exercise a day and then the rest of it is mostly sitting, it's like before it was almost all sitting. Yeah. And now you're adding that extra hour. So at least you've got that. That's
1: true. I guess.
0: It's always nice to have like (laughs) that like silver lining viewpoint on (laughs) things. where It's like, (laughs) yes, I'm only moving for an hour out of my day, but it's an hour more than I used to be. I I can't even say that. I've spend most of my day on the couch, but for the days I'm working. And even now it's like, I I, I don't know. When I'm doing like a virtual show, it's done in my living room. So I'm not wearing heels. I'm usually not even wearing pants. So it's like, I'm not moving much. Like I'm not dancing around. Usually for the virtual shows, I'm hired to sing anyway. Mm. So it's like, I can't even count those as exercise, but most of my shows these days are not virtual, which is crazy. I don't know. Uh,
1: I mean, I guess it was bound to happen eventually.
0: I mean, yeah, I would I would feel a little better about it if I was vaccinated, but I do have a an appointment in like what is it? 5 days. It's Thursday, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. For, in 4 days I'm getting my my first dose. Yes. And I'm very excited. Have you made an appointment yet? uh no,
1: I have not gotten an appointment yet. We are on a waiting list in our county hmm. um for the next clinic.
0: I feel like those do. waiting lists are a joke because I'm on I'm still on every waiting list and if I was if I was still like waiting for them to contact me, I wouldn't have an appointment.
1: The only thing I will say is I know that this one does move because they close it periodically they they only allow there to be five thousand people on the list
0: hmm
1: so one, every time they have a clinic, they open the list back up to get however many people they, they dosed back onto the list. So I know that this one does move.
0: I wonder how Because we had to wait
1: like a month to get on the list. Oh, you did? Yeah.
0: And where do you know where you are in the list now? I have no idea. <laughs> See, that's the problem. Well, because there's it no goes by eligibility,
1: knowing. not by when you sign up. So there's no way to know.
0: What group were you?
1: I think we were 1B.
0: I don't even know. I think I was in the group like behind you.
1: I don't think that's true.
0: I don't... I I could have sworn I was like 1C. Well,
1: I could also be wrong. I'm guessing 1B. (laughs) I'm probably
0: wrong. I mean, I I suppose anything's possible. But I... I, This whole vaccination system has just been a fucking nightmare. And I can't wait for it to be done. Um... Although I was, um, who was I talking to today? I think it was, um, I think it was John Rizzo. There's this really amazing DJ I work with at at Club Feathers and, uh, his name is John Rizzo. And I believe it was him that I was talking to. And he said, uh, that apparently the vaccine rollout is going much faster than they had even first planned and that they're anticipating with, you know, Some hesitancy that everyone will be everyone in the country will be vaccinated by the end of May.
1: That seems very generous to
0: me. And that's how I felt about it. But then I was like, you know, I guess it really depends on because you have to you have to think like the beginning of the year moved so much slower because they were working with the fallout from trump so there weren't any vaccines there wasn't any plan now that there is a plan and they are actually buying vaccines and distributing them and and you know getting everything out Mm -hmm. maybe things will move faster maybe things will go because there are already what there's like several million people who have been vaccinated
1: i mean i would certainly hope so i'm not I have to admit, I'm not paying attention too much to the progress bar, so to speak.
0: Mm. I I don't pay a ton of attention to it, but I guess because I work in um, such a like public field, everyone's always talking about it. So it's mm-hmm. like everyone is always talking about vaccines. Every- and for the record, every drag queen in New York City has gotten their vaccine now. And I'm like... I was actually in a prioritized group that none of these people were in and I still haven't gotten mine. It's like, uh, again, not to like shit on our home state of New Jersey, but it's like, what the fuck is going on that it was so impossible for us all to get vaccines? And I I, I don't know. I feel like I'd be speculating to say what I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm going to say is I feel like there were some people getting vaccinated or taking appointments mm-hmm. that were not in the the group specified. But again, that's entirely speculative. I have no idea. Um, I guess it doesn't matter as long as we all get the shot. And that's kind of how I feel. Like, I'm trying not to hold it against other people, but it's like, it makes me so angry that when it was announced in december that they were going to have it out by the end of december that there wasn't a more comprehensive plan to get it out and it's like if it was announced in december that it was going to be released you have to think that the administration that was in power knew that it was most likely going to happen and hadn't set anything up well they didn't they didn't care exactly and again, not to have a political rant at the beginning of every single episode <laughs> that we do, but it was just—it's so frustrating. It's like this could have been—we could have been so much farther along in this process than we currently are, uh, had it had things been just a little bit different. But yeah, I know. I guess at least the hope, the the silver lining is that um, you know, s- starting Monday, I'll hopefully be uh, on on the path to getting fully vaccinated david got his first dose about a week ago and he is uh doing very well he the only thing he had was a kind of a sore arm uh Mm. he did not have a lot of like craziness um do you know anyone who's been vaccinated
1: um i know a couple people um none of them had like super severe reactions to it um our friend patty had had a bit of a reaction but she's allergic to air
0: to so, the first dose or to the second? I think it
1: was the second dose.
0: Everyone has been having uh, a histamine reaction. I shouldn't say a histamine reaction. It has been having an immune reaction to the second dose. And what I've kind of heard everyone talking about is that, like, like every nurse has said, like, if you have this reaction, it is expected. Mm-hmm. It is your body learning how to fight this thing. Right. So I think all of us should expect on the second dose to have some kind of reaction, probably like chills or fatigue or a a fever or, or something, you know, that has been like everyone I know who has gotten it has had a reaction to some degree of those things Mm -hmm. uh, on the second dose. So I keep trying to remind, and that's the thing that like kind of scares me. I'm like, Oh, like, the the thing that sucks about getting vaccinated so late is that like now i kind of know to expect that so it's like yeah. the first dose i'm going to be like oh great i got i got the first dose and the second dose is going to be like all right stick me i'm going to have a fever for 36 hours like <laughs> I, I don't know i i'm i'm still obviously going to do it but there is that part of my brain that's like oh i know it's coming it's yeah, like I'm riding a psychotic horse to towards a burning stable <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that part of it, but I am looking forward to being vaccinated and being able to be like, okay, like,
0: like I'm, I don't I'm obviously calm the fuck down now. Yeah, we would obviously still have to like wash our hands and wear masks and things, but I can go to the store and know that I will be fine. Like I remember, not that long ago, I had kind of a scare, and it turned out that I had just like had nasal drip and been sleeping on my back, but it was like. I woke up after being asleep for a little while and was like having a little bit of trouble breathing and I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I have COVID-19 and there's, I I mean, I think I had it last year, but there's still that fear of like, oh my God, like this kills people. Like this could kill me. Yeah, You know what I mean? So it's like, I I, I don't know. It's just a, it's a really unsettling situation to find yourself in. Have you been sick since this all started?
1: I haven't been um not
0: gone <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um or at least I was asymptomatic.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: um yeah, no, I haven't um I haven't really had any scares or anything like that. Um, I know I've been exposed once or twice. Mm-hmm. But nothing came of that exposure either time.
0: Do you ever so, get tested? Do you have you done the nasal swab?
1: Um we actually were never in a position where we had to. Really? Yeah, no, we were never, um, we were never in a position where someone we knew and had been in contact with had it. We knew several people who had been exposed and then had negative tests, mm. but we were very lucky. Um, we were never in a position where we absolutely had to have a had to have a test.
0: Well, what's crazy to me is that, like, and this is like, you know, a very candid admission. When this whole thing first started I'm talking like the first week of like things shutting down and, and everything happening. I believed that I did have it. Of course I did not get tested because at the time it was very it was like fucking next to impossible to get tested in the first place. Um and it, it was like before everything like really like we weren't quarantined, we weren't in isolation. Yeah. So like you and Sarah and Bob and Kevin came over like you were around me when I would have been sick Yeah. with what I think was COVID. And it's like, no one exhibited any symptoms afterwards except me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, lucky me, first of all. And uh, second, you know, my, my only hope is that like, if, if I did expose, I mean, obviously after that we were all in quarantine for two weeks anyway. So, uh, but at the, at the thing is, like, at the time, we didn't know any better. Like, there wasn't any information. Like, we didn't know that it was that bad for us to, like, be together. Because no one knew what the fuck was going on. A week later, we all knew. But, like, yeah. <laughs> at the time, it was just such a... It's, like, one of those things where it's like, wow. When you look at it in hindsight, it's like, oh, my God. I, do you ever feel that way where it's, like, your perception of the world has just totally changed based on... This whole thing.
1: I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to like. Like, I know that I'm going to continue to like do things like wash my hands when I get home.
0: like Even after like vaccination and.
1: Yeah. Like, I know I'm going to keep doing those things because I got so paranoid about it Mm. that I don't think I'm going to let that go.
0: See, I think I'm going to have an easier time letting go of it. And I don't know why. I don't, like, I don't know what the difference is. I mean, I'm still going to wash my, I, I wash my hands anyway. I'm a. I'm a well, hygienic yeah. person, but, like, <laughs> you know, I I don't know that, like, once we have kind of, everyone has been vaccinated and we've created a herd immunity and, you know, whatever the next steps are, like, when the CDC finally says, like, okay, we can stop worrying about, like, officially stop worrying about this uh, uh, in a large discourse whatever that means like if they say like you don't need to wash your hands anymore i think i would be perfectly comfortable not doing it
1: see i think i'm gonna have a hard time like i really do i i think i just got so worked up about it Mm. that i feel like i'm gonna have a hard time going back to to quote unquote normal
0: Mm. what was it about it that like hit you so hard. I feel like maybe we should just <laughs> I'm like we should just skip our topic for this week and just talk <laughs> just about do a pe- co- plagues. coronavirus anniversary. <laughs> I mean basically when this comes out it'll uh, be just about the anniversary of lockdown.
1: I think it was honestly, I think it was it was just this idea that like kind of no matter what you did it could still get you. Mm like
0: well but and, <laughs> and i think a lot of that has to do with again the trump administration because it was like scientists would say one thing and then the administration would say another and then there was like there was so little information being circulated and i know that some of that has to do with the fact that it was a new virus and nobody knew that much but then it was made worse by the constant like you need a mask. You don't need a mask. Masks help. Masks don't help. Wash your hands. Eat your hands. Like, d- 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 <laughs> no, it was like, no matter what anyone said, there was someone to say the opposite. And so it was like, it, it was almost like watching the worst effects of the internet in yeah. real time.
1: Not like, it's it's. One of those things, like I remember in the beginning when they were saying wipe down your groceries when you get them. And mm-hmm. then there were other people saying it doesn't live that long on packaging. You don't have to do that. And, and that argument
0: is still happening. <laughs> it, it's
1: still happening. We still wipe down our groceries every mm-hmm. time we bring them in. Um, that's more a Sarah thing than it is a me thing. I yeah. still think it's kind of silly.
0: I but- We did for a long time. And even at one point, David was like such a like angel we were wiping them down and then of course the wipes became impossible to find because everyone was wiping everything down and then david found like spray hand sanitizer Mm -hmm. uh and so we would just use that and we would like spray down all of our groceries and then it got to a point where uh we got information that was like you know it's really unnecessary it's more like far more like excuse me far more likely for you to contract it um and by the way all of this is not official (laughs) information so take what you will but um we kind of learned that like it was far more likely for you to contract it in an airborne fashion than from touching something and so it was like david and i still like we don't wipe down our groceries we wash our hands Mm -hmm. when we get back from the store but like I mean, I don't know. We haven't had, uh, we haven't, uh, and we haven't been wiping them down for quite some time. So I don't know. I don't know. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm sure that even us just talking about this, there'll be 40 different opinions of whether or not you should or shouldn't, or how often you should, or what, you, you know. And again, I think that there's two main culprits for that. I think A... It, you have the Trump administration who really put the seed of doubt about everything in everyone's brains because now no one knows what to trust. And B, like I said before, we have this kind of scary meeting of forces, which is like, it's the first pandemic to happen in the age of the Internet. Yeah. Where it's like anyone can say anything and everyone takes it at face value yep. because no one knows what to trust on the internet anymore. And so it's like, it, it. I think that was what made it the scariest for me was that like, I never knew where to go to find reliable information. People would be like, Oh, all you have to do is look at the CDC website. And it's like, yes, that's true. But breaking information is often not shared on the CDC website. And also, uh, the cdc website was always like the base information new things that were coming out or new mandates or whatever it was like it always took time for everything to be released so it was like i, I don't know i think that was the the scariest part for me no that's fair not that we're i sorry. wanted to go on a big covid tangent tonight <laughs> but <laughs> but that that does seem to be where we ended up um but anyway but anyway what's good in your life sam baxter <laughs> Um, it's really it's affirming been, that it takes yeah, you this long to right? think of something. <laughs> <laughs> there, must no, there's, something there's,
1: there must be something. There must be something. I'm not good saying that my life. life is a total misery. I'm just <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's nothing like good, like no, nothing, like even minutely exciting. How's, How's that, writing going?
1: It's going fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like a total scatterbrain tonight. I'm not That's okay. Um...
0: I I feel you cuz I I kind of feel the same way. I'm like all day today I've just been like trying desperately to like I said, my body is just not used to working this much and the coming week is going to be even worse. And so I feel a bit like I'm like I'm just like I feel like I'm Winifred just like sucking up the fumes. I'm like <sighs> Like I just like (laughs) trying desperately to find energy anywhere that I can. And I'm like the worst part is that I'm having a lot of days where like I wake up and the first thing I do is get ready to work. Like it's wake up, work, come home, eat something, go to bed. And there's really not like even last night you guys were all on on the PS4 having a a chat Uh, While you were playing games and I wanted to join you, but I, I literally logged on. I think it was like a couple minutes after you logged off and then Bob, Kevin and Cameron were playing their last round of dead by daylight. And I was like, (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And Bob was very kind and like stayed on with me on, on headset for like a little while. But, uh, it's just one of those things where I'm like, Oh, I need a little bit of like time to catch my breath yeah I don't know um but anyway we we did not come here to talk about all of all of that today we came to talk about something much more exciting and, uh, and quite a bit spoopy <laughs> we've kind of started I'm I'm really excited that we're kind of venturing into the into the land of cryptids these days mm-hmm. uh and do you consider this? topic a cryptid i consider it more kind of folklore that was the word i was going to use yeah
1: then than cryptid just because i don't think really
0: i mean it it kind of meets the criteria i
1: mean it does it's just i i don't know i don't think of it as a cryptid like i don't think of it as a thing that i could actually
0: is it because it's such a folklory part of our our community
1: I think so it might also just be that I'm not from South Jersey. I don't I don't know.
0: Well, that's true. Uh, you know, this is a much bigger deal in South Jersey than it is up here near near where we live, but um you know, I would love to hear from people who are in South Jersey uh if they have stories about this. We have a really fun episode for you today. We're going to be chatting about probably with the exception of Snooky, one of the most famous cryptids <laughs> from New Jersey, uh, it is essential New Jersey New Jerseyan lore. It is a story that I think most people from this state know and all people from this state have heard of. Like, if you live yeah. here, you have heard of this thing.
1: Yeah, without a doubt.
0: Without a doubt. Unless you're like under 10 and even then honestly even then even then we are of course referring to the one and only jersey devil <laughs> <laughs> uh the namesake of the jersey devils yes uh the new jersey devils i should say our
1: only remaining professional sports team yes
0: which is great i didn't even know they still existed if i'm being honest i never see anyone like wearing devil's jerseys
1: that's because we're too close to New York and Philly, so everyone's wearing Rangers and Eagles stuff. Which is why New Jersey only has one professional sports team.
0: Because we're so near to so many big yeah. cities. But we have big cities in New Jersey. We have Newark, we have uh Jersey City, we have Camden. Like these are these are big cities. Yep. Not I mean it's not New York City, but neither is Philly, so <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I did say it. But um, it's okay. uh, you know what I mean? Like Jersey City is not is nothing to sneeze at. Neither is Newark. Newark has no. been a huge part of New Jersey culture.
1: It is. And um, it actually houses the the Newark Bears, I believe. There,
0: there's, am there's like, there's bears in Newark? Like what? <laughs> I'm going down to the low. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's Grizzlies. No,
1: Newark has a has a minor league baseball team, I believe. Do they? Yes, as does Trenton. Trenton also has one. Isn't there one? There's one near you, near actually. Near me? Yep. The, the Somerset, Somerset, Somerset Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of minor league sports in New Jersey, not so much major league
0: sports. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. New Jersey we is like keep, the we only state. You can't keep state. the <laughs> I, And I don't understand why every <laughs> state has a fucking baseball team except New Jersey.
1: Well, there's actually only 30 teams. so, And there are like four of them in California alone. So there are actually quite a few states that don't have a baseball team.
0: Really? There's four major league teams in California?
1: Mm-hmm. Dodgers, Padres, Giants, and uh, Son of a Bitch, Angels.
0: I've only heard of two of them. So I two of them could go. Give them to somebody who's who's wanting. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an Alabama...
1: There is Major not, league baseball no. team? No, there is not. I feel like it would be
0: popular there. No,
1: I th- I have no idea. I I, I would assume that, that Alabama is more of a football state. I think they're they're more of a football oriented state. But
0: I I could see it going both ways. I would imagine that that there are probably a lot of baseball lovers in Alabama.
1: I'm sure that there are. I mean, there's baseball lovers everywhere. But
0: what about Mississippi? Mississippi
1: also does not have.
0: Really? No. North Dakota. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, like, North Dakota yaks? like they're, they're, No. <laughs> what, would the, what would the state team be of North Dakota? I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> the blizzards. How I don't completely? know, like, what the fuck you would have. The the polar vortexes of North Dakota. I'm just going to name all the states that don't have Major League <laughs> Baseball teams. Uh, I actually got into it with Jessica the other day because we were... Tr- I was watching an episode of Friends and it was the episode where um, they, for some reason, I don't remember how it comes about, but Chandler is talking about this challenge where you have six minutes to name all 50 states. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I bet I could do that. And I got to like 46 and was like stumped. Like there were just four states that I was like, fuck this, like I don't even know... What they would be. Um, and I, I texted Jessica and I was like, listen, I'm playing the this challenge and I'm missing four states. What are they? And literally in like less than 10 seconds after it was like I te- sent the text, put my phone down. The phone rang. And I like, picked it up. And Jessica was like, Alabama, Arkansas, Alabama. Was like, just like going through the States because Jessica is has one of those brains that can just remember facts like that. Like, she knows a song that's like every president in order. Yep. And she just knows... So Jessica knows like the order of all the presidents. She is just... She, she has what she calls the filing cabinet in in her brain and she can like pull a file and just like look at it and be like, okay, here are all fifty states. Here are all forty six presidents. Like she just knows these things. Um Where was I going with this? Not sure.
1: To, <laughs> to be <who> honest. <laughs> all I know is
0: there's one state that has a devil, and it's New Jersey. <laughs> So we're going to be teaching you guys a little bit about our our hometown cryptid today. We're going to be talking about the uh, the Jersey Devil. Do you remember the first time you were introduced to the Jersey Devil?
1: I want to say I was like maybe 11 or 12 when dad told me about it. Hmm. Like, I could have been younger than that to be perfectly honest with you, but I, I think I was about
0: 11 or 12. I don't know if dad was the one who taught me about the Jersey Devil. I feel like it was something I probably came upon uh, through my own like weird knowledge also i wouldn't be surprised if carmen had something to do with it (laughs) carmen our uh brother-in-law is was very into things like weird new jersey and so uh we had a copy of like the weird new jersey book and i wouldn't be surprised if that was where i came upon the jersey devil although i feel like the lore makes its way around faster than that i have no idea where the jersey devil came from in my brain
1: yeah, I don't really have like a clear memory of the first time I heard about the Jersey Devil. Like I I know that I sort of learned a lot of the folklore about it through doing things like reading weird New Jersey and mm-hmm. talking to my friends, but like I'm pretty sure the first time I heard about it it was dad, but like even then I'm not
0: 100% sure. I'm sure dad has talked to me about the Jersey devil. I just like I I don't have any recollection of <laughs> the conversation. Have you talked to your child
1: about the Jersey devil? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's 10 p.m. Uh yeah, I I don't I don't I don't have any recollection of the conversation and I can't imagine it was very uh it, it was a very in-depth conversation because dad dad was always like dad always had fun like talking about things like that, but it was never it, it was never like he didn't spend a lot of time on it no you know what it wasn't i mean
1: like it wasn't like he sat us down and like roasted popcorn and was like
0: yeah he didn't light a fire the in the living the room
1: devil. It, was, <laughs> yeah. it was like hey you know there's some thing down in south jersey
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's a devil um yeah i i can't imagine uh so i thought it would be fun if we kind of got into a conversation about the Jersey Devil, but for those who don't know anything about the Jersey Devil, I thought the best place to start is probably with Weird New Jersey. Yeah, no, that makes the most sense. Um, so I'm going to read the Weird New Jersey, and you can read this at weirdnewjersey.com. dot com. Uh, and if you want specifically this story, it is weirdnewjersey.com dot com backslash stories backslash jersey dash devil backslash. Um, But I'm going to read just the Weird New Jersey uh, article on the Jersey Devil so that we have a little bit of backstory to go on when we get into this little discussion. Here we go. They said, without a doubt, New Jersey's oldest, most enduring, and important pieces of folklore is the tale of the infamous Jersey Devil. For close to 300 years now, Jerseyans have told tales of this mythical beast that stalks the pine barrens and terrorizes local residents. The recurring nature of this story begs a few questions. Why have New Jerseyans embraced this legend so steadfastly and above all others? Is there actually some sort of creature roaming the pine barrens of southern New Jersey and if so, in God's what in God's name is it? <laughs> Which I think is the best the best introduction to the Jersey Devil ever. What in God's name is it? Because this thing it's it's very difficult to describe what this fucking thing looks like
1: <laughs> it's it's got a lot of there there are a lot of different takes on it too like there are some people who say it has the head of a dog and there are some people who say it has the face of, like the head of a dog and the face of a horse and i'm like how do you have the head of a dog and the face of a horse that's the head
0: of a horse it's Ask not sarah like, jessica parker like, um <laughs> uh, i'm Jesus. kidding i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding uh yeah i i don't know I I believe they have a description of what it looks like in this little article. They said, legend has it that in 1735, very specific, by the way, 1735, a Pines resident known as Mother Leeds found herself pregnant for the 13th time. Leeds is the name of one of New Jersey's earliest settlers and many descendants of the Leeds family can still be found throughout New Jersey to this day. Mother Leeds was not living a wealthy lifestyle by any means her husband was a drunkard who made few efforts to provide for his wife and 12 children reaching the point of absolute exasperation upon learning of her 13th child she raised her hands to the heavens and proclaimed let this one be the devil <laughs> or be a devil and i was like this sounds exactly like mom like mom was definitely <laughs> mother leeds <laughs> There was a sixth child. (laughs) There was, and his name was Bevan. (laughs) Bob and Kevin. Mother Leeds went into labor a few months later on a tumultuously stormy night, no longer mindful of the curse she had uttered previously regarding her unborn child. Her children and husband huddled together in one room of their Leeds Point home while local midwives gathered to deliver the baby in another. By all accounts, the birth went routinely, and the 13th Leeds child was a seemingly normal baby boy. Within minutes, however, Mother Leeds' unholy wish of months before began to come to fruition. The baby started to change and metamorphosized, or metamorphosed? Yeah. Is that the right word? Mm -hmm. I thought it would be metamorphosized.
1: No, it's metamorphosed.
0: Huh. The more you know. Right before her very eyes. (laughs) Within moments, it transformed from a beautiful newborn baby into a hideous creature unlike anything the world had ever seen. The wailing infant began growing at an incredible rate. It sprouted horns from the top of its head and talon-like claws tore through the tips of its fingers. Leathery, bat-like wings unfurled from its back and hair and feathers sprouted all over the child's body. Its eyes began glowing bright red as they grew larger and the monsters gnarled and snarling... uh, as they grew larger in the monster's gnarled and snarling face. I was like, and the monster's gnarled and snarling face. I was like, that doesn't make any sense, but it's just that I'm, Fucking illiterate. The creature savagely attacked its own mother, killing her, then turned its attention to the rest of the horrified onlookers who witnessed its tempestuous transformation. It flew at them, clawing and biting, voicing unearthly shrieks the entire time. It tore the midwives limb from limb, maiming some and killing others the monster then knocked down the door to the next room where its own father and siblings cowered in fear and attacked them all killing as many as it could those who survived to tell the tale then watched in horror as the rotten beast sprinted to the chimney and flew up it destroying it on the way and leaving a pile of rubble in its wake The creature then made good in its escape into the darkness and desolation of the Pine Barrens where it has lived ever since. To this day, the creature, known varyingly as the Leeds Devil and the Jersey Devil, claims the pines as its own and terrorizes any who are unfortunate enough to encounter it. Um, There is more, and it goes into some descriptions of incidents of people seeing and encountering the Jersey Devil. But I think that's a good place to start with the Jersey yeah. Devil. Is that the the version of the lore you heard? Because I know there are a bunch of versions.
1: Yeah, there, there are some variations where Mrs. Leeds is a witch. There are some variations where, you know, the devil is the child of the devil himself, as yeah. opposed to just... That was she, the, got, yeah. she as opposed to she was just really unhappy to be pregnant again <laughs> and said, "Fuck this and shit."
0: So, and said, so, "Fuck this kid in particular." <laughs> Fuck um, you. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the version of the story I had originally heard, which was that Mother Leeds was a witch and she had signed a pact with the devil and, in fact, was bearing his child. And the child came out the Jersey Devil. And yeah. I never heard that the. The devil killed Mother Leeds.
1: Yeah, I had never heard that bit either.
0: Um, I had always heard that the it like came out, attacked the midwives, and then flew up the chimney. Although there is another version of the story where it it comes out, changes to the devil, and then flies out the window, which I don't really like. I think it's kind of a boring take on an otherwise really exciting story.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I had only ever really heard up uh, the chimney. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, no, in, in all the versions I had heard though, Mother Leeds survived. I don't know why in this one she's, she's so unfortunate.
0: I don't know either. I've, I've never really heard, um, that version of the story where it kills Mother Leeds and also a number of the other family members. I had never heard that before. I'd always heard that the thing just like came out and was like, nah! yeah. and like flew up the chimney, knocked it down. Like, I, I imagine it like Linda Belcher nah! and then like claws its way up the chimney and flies away. Uh, that would be a great Bob's Burgers episode.
1: Yeah, I want to see Bob's Burgers do the Jersey the Devil, Jersey especially Devil. since they're in New Jersey.
0: It would be perfect. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's it. That's. That's gotta happen. If you work for Bob's Burgers and you're listening right now, I know, and uh this is a very humble brag. I know that John Roberts follows me on Instagram. So if he's listening to this and you don't do an episode a Halloween episode where uh Linda Belcher tells the story of the Jersey Devil and she is Mother Leeds or the Jersey Devil, I will be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a great episode. That
1: would be a great episode. That would be awesome. Uh,
0: Yeah, so that is the general kind of story of the Jersey Devil. Do you, have you ever, like, have you ever subscribed to this this craziness?
1: I I don't know that I would say I ascribe to it. I, um, I, it's very much like, like Mothman and like a lot of other cryptids. Like, I, I want to believe. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to believe that there's this like crazy kangaroo goat fucking looking thing like, <laughs> down in South Jersey that's just fucking up everybody's day.
0: Yeah, but like, <laughs>
1: but like I can't,
0: I can't say I've ever been like a huge believer in the Jersey Devil, though. Yeah, I'm not a huge believer, especially when you consider that like this all takes place in the Pine Barrens, and the Pine Barrens are uh, a really heavily, heavily wooded area in in new jersey southern new jersey where it's like just like far and wide woods and and forestation and and all kinds of like like it gets it gets like frighteningly dark there because there are so many trees that like just cover all of the roads and and pathways that it's easy to see why a story like this would spring from a place like that
1: yeah, and the barons has they have lots of ghost stories and. monsters. What are some of the, the other, the other ones? ones? I don't think I've um, ever
0: heard any of the other ghost stories.
1: There's, uh, <clears throat> there's supposedly the ghost of uh, Captain Kidd hangs out in the Pine Barrens because he buried some treasure there.
0: I'm assuming he was a pirate. Yes. Hmm.
1: Um. There's there's a couple other ones. There's um. There's your typical like you know, ghostly girl who lost her lover and kind of wanders around. And, yeah. Um, there's a white stag. Hmm. Um, that gets ascribed to the Pine barons. Isn't there sometimes. A, isn't
0: there a fallen angel story about the Pine Barrens? That, like, there's supposedly, like, kind of a devilish angel who was, like, ejected from heaven and now has no wings and, like, kind of wanders the Pine Barrens?
1: That's new to me. I haven't I feel heard like that. I I heard
0: that somewhere. I could be totally making it up. But... uh I feel like I heard that story somewhere. Or maybe I'm I'm combining two stories. But I'm pretty sure I've heard that about the Pine Barrens. It's just kind of a a spooky place. Have you ever been to the Pine Barrens? Um,
1: I have been in the vicinity of the Pine Barrens. I have never been into them properly.
0: You've never gone into the woods? No. But the there are roads that go through the Pine Barrens. Yes, there are. So You know, it's funny. One of the things we had talked about at one point, especially when we were talking to Kathy Kelly, was the idea of doing a Jersey Devil episode where we just like get some microphones and uh, a remote recorder and like hop in the car and do a remote podcast where we drive down into the Pine Barrens during the day Mm -hmm. and then we have to drive back out through them that night and we record both journeys where like kathy kelly talks about her her knowledge of the jersey devil and then we kind of have the experience of driving home through the pine barrens i think that would be a lot of fun
1: (laughs) i think it would be a lot of fun i think i would probably probably need a xanax would you get spooked probably yeah really no i think i would get spooked at night anyway
0: Mm, I mean it would probably be very spooky. I know there's a lot of like wildlife if nothing else in the pine barrens.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say there's there's also just like normal things like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like tigers. Um, <laughs> no, there are no tigers in the pine barrens. Unless somebody released one. If Joe Exotic was like <laughs> it'd be it's free. It's entirely
1: possible. There's so much fucking room down there. Like you could probably release a tiger into the pine barrens and not know it for a minute. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if I I don't think I believe in the Jersey Devil, but it's 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 kind of like having a fun little mascot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't necessarily believe in the Jersey Devil, but uh it's it's fun to think that he's there. Mm-hmm. So, I I kind of suspend my disbelief yeah, in so favor like, of know, a fun story. This
1: is Jerry. Yeah. And Jerry is ours, and no one else gets to fuck with Jerry because Jerry belongs to the state of New Jersey, and Jerry will rip you in half if you go into the Pine Barrens.
0: Yeah, I like to think that if anyone from a different state were in the Pine Barrens at night, he would just automatically kill them. Yeah, that's how that's how the Jersey Devil. It's like we have the Jersey badge of pride that we have braved the Garden State Parkway, and so <laughs> we get to survive the Pine Barrens. That's how it works. <laughs> Knowing how Jersey New Jerseyans drive, I find it hard to believe that anything would be able to catch us or kill us in the, in the pine barrens. But <laughs> we are wily. We're a wily group, the New Jerseyans, it, and it's for that reason it's not hard to believe that one of us could be a devil. But um, yeah, I don't know if I necessarily believe in the Jersey devil, but it's it's kind of the same way I feel about Nessie. Mm-hmm. Where And I talked about this during the Mothman episode, where it's like, I'm just so endeared to the the idea of it that it's like, well, I'm going to just suspend every disbelief I could possibly have in favor of this really cool story.
1: Yeah, no, I feel the same way. It's...
0: It makes just things fun. feel a little magical and mystical. Yeah, it's, it's like, just good, clean fun. Yeah, it's good, clean fun. <laughs> that tears you apart limb from limb. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's how I feel about most cryptids, if I'm being honest. It's like, at the end of the day, do I believe in, in cryptids? The answer is really no. <laughs> but I like the idea of them. I like the idea of there still being things in our world that are... Yet to be discovered, and you know that there's some like, I don't know, some bug scientist who's like, but there's a spider in Cancun that has nine legs that has yet to be discovered. It's like, no, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want the nine legged spider. I want, I want a Jersey Devil or a a plesiosaur in a lake. Like, I, I that's all I want. <laughs>
1: I want a kangaroo goat thing that flies. I, yeah,
0: yeah I want like... a kangaroo with wings like a bat. That's what I want. And a and a face like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and goat legs. And that is the description. It is like it has the the haunches of a goat with the hands it, it's like the arms of What what does it have the arms of? I thought that was part of the kangaroo description, no. Is that really a thing it has kangaroo arms? It has, like, short little arms, but I don't know what they are. I
1: don't, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. Them. I don't think I've ever heard that it has the arms of a... I
0: have, arm. and I can't remember what it is. It's like it's the like...
1: arms of an armoire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the arms of a chair. The arms of a conservative Republican. <laughs> uh, it just has 42 assault rifles. Um, I I can't remember what kind of arms it has, but I know they're, like, short, kind of stubby-looking ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has bat wings, and the head of a horse. No, the head of a dog, with, with the, the face, face of a of horse. A horse. <laughs> this thing was so fucking messed up. Looking like literally, the mother. Even if it hadn't been a devil, mother Leeds would have been like, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> What are you even doing here?
1: Maybe that's what it is. Maybe Jerry is just misunderstood. Maybe he, you know, he had a rough relationship with mom. <laughs> and he's just a little bitter about it. He's we, looking he for just, a friend. Everyone just needs to give him a little bit of space. And to stop putting livestock anywhere near him.
0: Yeah, he does not like he livestock. He is
1: not a fan of livestock.
0: Yeah. Poor poor Jerry. Right? He's been through a lot. He has. He's had a tough life. <laughs> even uh, Glenn is like, yeah, I know where he's coming from. <laughs> Maybe that's what he had, the arms of a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> the body of a goat and, and the, the brain arms of, of a, ha- a
1: pigeon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's just bobbing around the pine barrens looking for seeds. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this thing it's doing? Except
1: he's treating the chickens like they're seeds. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's got the face of a horse, but the
0: but the teeth of, like, I don't know. A shark? <laughs> How many? How many animals can we fit in this it's like fucking the teeth thing?
1: Teeth of an alligator in the face of a horse on the head of a dog <laughs> on the body of a kangaroo on the haunches of a goat on the wings of a bat with the
0: uh, with the arms <laughs> of a hamster.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> arms of a hamster and a brain of the pigeon,
0: and the tail of a peacock.
1: Actually, he's supposed to have a reptilian tail.
0: A reptilian. Yes, he does have a, a reptilian. A forked
1: tail. reptilian tail.
0: And yeah, and he has hooves.
1: Yes, he does have hooves. Uh, mm. They do not mention whether or not they are cloven hooves or not, though, or if they are just like horses hooves.
0: What's the difference? What does cloven mean?
1: Cloven is like a deer's hooves. It's it's two pieces that move independently.
0: Oh. I oh. would ass- well, well, what do goats have? I
1: think goats have cloven
0: hooves. Then I would assume his are cloven because he has the legs of a deer or uh, the legs <laughs> of the goat. Who knows what, he, watch, it, he has regular fucking legs, but he just, like, walks around with, with like, two goat legs in his hands. He's, he's, he's like, look what I can do! He just, like, smacks them together.
1: He has the legs of a young young Cassandra Peterson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like Jessica Rabbit. What, what is this What is this Jersey Devil? He's just the most ridiculous he is looking. He's literally,
1: it is like... <laughs> It's like if you took, like, your toy animals when you were a child, threw them in a wood chipper, and just, like, <laughs> tried to glue them back together.
0: Yeah, like, it's like if you had thrown them in a wood chipper with a bottle of Gorilla Glue, and whatever the fuck <laughs> came out, out <laughs> that was the Jersey Devil. <laughs> and it's like, what was the person smoking when they came up with this campfire story?
1: I don't know, but apparently at one point... um, I think it was in 1909. Hold on. I have notes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 1909. It was 1909. There were a bunch of sightings, right?
1: Yeah, there were a bunch of sightings, and the Philadelphia Zoo offered a $10,000 reward for the capture of the Jersey Devil. <laughs> and someone brought them a kangaroo. What? with <laughs> With, like, wings, <laughs> like, like glued <laughs> tied, tied onto its back.
0: And, like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> picturing this, like, wily coyote, like, look what I found. And it just has, like, goat's legs taped to its feet yeah yeah and a horse mask
1: and i'm sitting here going like where did you get the kangaroo motherfucker
0: that's the question it's not like like they're just wandering new jersey like
1: like someone was like oh finally the perfect use for this kangaroo that i've had in my
0: backyard thank god i can finally put terry to good use the first lesbian kangaroo (laughs) excuse me
1: yeah, no, the Philadelphia Zoo ten thousand dollars for the for the capture of the Jersey Devil.
0: It does. It it, it they they offered that. Um, it happened because on the Weird New Jersey website they say the most infamous of the incidents concerning the Jersey Devil was in on January sixteenth through the twenty third of nineteen oh nine, and um, it was like shit was happening all throughout Delaware Valley, which is kind of the area between New like like. Of New Jersey, down near Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, because that's obviously the, where the Delaware River runs and and all that shit. Um, and they were they even had like sightings and things like that in Philly and Camden. Yeah, which is like <laughs> fucking bonkers. Um, <laughs> it, it it was just totally fucking nuts. This thing was absolutely crazy, uh, and and people said they saw some people said a flying kangaroo someone some people described it as looking like an ostrich um it, it was like and and people like shot at it like yeah. this is the thing like <laughs> like firemen were like shooting it with the fucking hose and and police officers were shooting at something trying to like kill it and it's like what was happening in 1909 like people <laughs> what did they put peyote in the water like what i I don't understand apparently like the schools closed down for like a week like, <laughs> because, because of the, because Jersey, of the devil. Jersey
1: Devil there were people who wouldn't go to work because they had to go through the woods to get there
0: like it caused havoc meanwhile there's some like rickety ass fucking goat wandering around <laughs> like why is everyone so upset <laughs> <laughs> Just, like wandered through south philly and some motherfucker who was smoking was like oh my god it's the jersey devil <laughs> and poor billy was just like oh my god i gotta get out of here um you know poor jerry's like just, <clears throat> i just wanted to say
1: hi guys like i, I know Jer-
0: and j- poor jerry
1: like okay i attacked a trolley car but like i was
0: confused <laughs> and it was loud and it was bright i thought it was a chicken <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness, I should also say that you pointed this out and I did find it in my own research that there is and uh, there is a an article a uh, a small section of the web page devoted mm-hmm. to the Jersey Devil on newjersey.gov like the official yeah. website of, of New, New Jersey New, of
1: the state of New Jersey, yes,
0: has a section on the Jersey Devil. We're
1: very proud of him.
0: <laughs> apparently <laughs> he gets around everyone likes everyone likes jerry here um <clears throat> i thought it would be fun if i shared some of the stories that had been contributed to weird new jersey about the jersey devil about people's sightings okay. uh so i'm going to read you a couple these are not my stories they are written um from the point of view of people who sent these to Weird New Jersey, for those of you who don't know, for whatever reason, because we've talked about it a lot, um, Weird New Jersey is just a a magazine that is produced here in New Jersey and now has actually become national. There is like Weird Pennsylvania and Weird Connecticut and like all these other states have weird quote-unquote magazines. Uh, But it all started here in New Jersey because there was so much folklore and so... People are able to send in their own accounts of like the supernatural or the strange or paranormal. And um, so these are some stories that were submitted by readers of Weird New Jersey about their encounters with the Jersey devil. The first one I have is called Driving by the Devil in the Pale Moonlight. (laughs) (laughs) And it was submitted by Mary Ritzer Christensen. um, And it goes like this. This has haunted me since it happened in 1972, which I think tells you everything you need to know about this. I was a senior at what was then Glassboro State College. I had heard about the Jersey Devil when I came to South Jersey, but being from North Jersey, a different world, (laughs) and it truly is, I thought I was far too sophisticated to believe in such humbuggery. Oh, wow i know what a word a lot of a lot of fun words this week on the podcast we have humbuggery we had what was the one that zoe used uh good oh she said good golly in the mini (laughs) soda we have humbuggery One winter night, I was driving to Glassboro from Blackwood on Green Tree Road. At the time, the road was flanked by orchards and farms. There were few houses and there was hardly any development. I was completely sober and awake, (laughs) which, by the way, if you have to say it, uh, when I caught a glimpse of something in my rearview mirror. Curious as to what it could have been, I slowed down to take a gander. It was dark out, but moonlit enough that I had no trouble at all discerning the upright figure of a creature crossing the road from one side to the other, roughly 25 feet behind my car. The figure stood taller than a man by far and had thick haunches similar to a goat's, supporting its nearly human-looking torso and huge woolly head. (laughs) It moved heavily and didn't seem at all disturbed by my being there. I didn't linger long enough to see much more. I hit the gas and flew to the Mansion Park Apartments in the borough. So petrified was I that I slept the rest of the night in the car, unwilling to get out in the same darkness that had introduced me to the Jersey Devil. Never again from that day on have I ridden on Green Tree Road, day or night, that I haven't gotten the heebie-jeebies just thinking about that winter night so long ago. (laughs) that was a very (laughs) eloquently told story it was good for you good for you uh mary Mary. yeah her name is mary (laughs) um that is a line from connie and carlin if you don't know it you need to go watch the movie right now i think it's i think it's a fun story because uh a she tells it so well uh but b it kind of introduces you to what to expect from an encounter with the jersey devil which is kind of general ambivalence <laughs> unless it's trying to kill you oh my goodness i am imploding tonight i'm burping i i, I have just phlegm every i feel like barbara streisand <clears throat> i have an another one that is called don't ever camp in the pine barrens alone And this was submitted by someone who just signed it, Keith. No last name. And it goes, I spent a lot of time in the Pine Barrens when I was growing up in New Jersey and had my share of strange experiences. When I was about 13, I went camping alone near Hampton Furnace. Who sends their 13 year old camping in the Pine Barrens alone?
1: South Jersey people.
0: There's like bears and and fucking coyotes and mountain lions and shit.
1: I would assume there are bears.
0: Oh, I'm sure there are bears. I had a bow with me and went looking for a rabbit dinner about an hour before sundown. Something started following me back in the trees. It tailed me back to my camp and circled while I cooked my dinner. This kept up until about two hours after dark and let me tell you it was one dark night. I finally decided that my visitor had moved on and crawled into my tent. Oh, comma, and crawled into my tent. (laughs)
1: i was like what
0: (laughs) jerry's hiding in the tent he's like um i finally decided that my visitor had moved on and i crawled into my tent i'm i'm adding an i for clarification when i just started to calm down i heard a foot stomp down right behind the tent i got all set to jump out when this thing whatever it was started screaming I would compare the volume of the screams to a large truck's horn. I couldn't decide what to do. I had my bow and knife, but they didn't seem like much. After several blasts, it just stopped. I didn't hear a sound except my heart for about an hour. I was sure that if I stuck my head out of that tent, I'd lose it. In the morning, I could find no tracks in the pine needles. Uh, To this day, I still don't like sleeping in tents. I'd rather take my chances in the open. <clears throat> That's fair. Have you ever heard stories of the screaming of the Jersey Devil?
1: <clears throat> yeah, no, it's always featured prominently in the in the in the folklore of it. Is that you know this thing makes it an ungodly amount of noise?
0: Yeah, it just shrieks, <clears throat> and you would think that that would be a good indicator of where the fuck to find it. But you would think, <laughs> uh, apparently not. Uh, New Jersey is so vast and open; uh, it must be so hard to to. Uh, Pinpoint the location of these wild screams of the Jersey Devil. Uh, I have uh, two more if you're up for it. Would you like two more? Sure. So this one is called Field Trips to the Jersey Devil's Turf. And this was sent in by Kelly uh, to Weird New Jersey. And she said, as a native of Cape May County, which is... Uh, like way, 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 way far south New Jersey. Like Cape May uh, is like one of the more famous beaches in New Jersey and it's way, way far down there. I've had the typical rite of passage trip to the Pine Barrens, the legendary home of the Jersey Devil. This Jersey girl went to Cape May County Technical High School, which sponsored trips to the Pine Barrens for good grades in certain classes. I was one of the fortunate students to go three times during my four-year career at CMCT. Each time I went on this trip, my canoe was followed by a heavy-footed thing. With each step, I heard branches snap under its feet. Hooves? Question mark? In parentheses. Every ten minutes or so, I could hear deep, beastly growls that to this day give me the creeps. Being in a canoe and on a class trip didn't afford me much opportunity to flee in terror, so I stuck it out for three years. Every year, it was the same. During my sophomore year, I was pretty confident about my canoeing skills, so I didn't look over my shoulder much. I went canoeing with a friend of mine when we came across a bag that had been torn open and gone through. Around it were prints on the ground that looked something like a horse's hoof, only bigger. Then I heard it, the cry that still haunts my dreams. Part human, part beast, and all Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) And full of anger. Pregnant, with pure hate. I nearly flipped the canoe. We left leaving whatever it was out there behind, or so I thought. It seemed to follow us. Every time we stopped or paused, it got closer to the river. We pushed on. Then worst came to worst as we tipped the canoe. I heard the thing running behind us, Uh, And thought for sure that we were dead. Then we righted our canoe and got into it as fast as humanly possible. We finally made it out to safety, sun fried to a crisp, missing all of our valuables and most of our clothes, but never happier to be on shore. We packed our we packed up our bus and left. As we were leaving, I rested my head on the window and saw a little cottage. I looked at it until the bus was about to pass it and saw a woman. She looked back at me and I could see her skin was torn and bleeding. After the bus passed, she vanished. Scared me so badly I couldn't go into the woods for a year. Damn. Yeah, a good story, although a little hard to follow cuz it's like where are you riding this canoe? Like are you are you yeah. riding a canoe through the woods? I don't understand. <laughs> But I think she's saying that uh, something was in the woods along the shore as she was riding the canoe in the river. I think so, yeah. Or creek. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I have one more. It's called The Jersey Devil Makes Headlines. Uh, And... This one had no author and may possibly be something that was submitted by Weird New Jersey magazine itself. I'm not sure. Uh, But it says, according to the Asbury Park Press of October 1988, which, by the way, is the year I was born. So I like to think that Jerry and I have some kind of uh, connection in, in the fact that he was making headlines the year I was born. A man who lived in Howell Township encountered the devil in nineteen eighty one. He described the creature as having a furry body, huge feet with three toes on each one, large teeth, and stood about six feet tall. Alan McFarlane, chief ranger of the Wharton State Forest for over twenty years, relates a story that happened in nineteen eighty. He had gone to a farmer's house near Jenkins, uh where he came, which is near the um the the shore, Mm -hmm. uh, where he came upon four pigs that were lying dead close to their pen. The back of their heads had been eaten out, and there were scratches all over their bodies. There were no tracks or blood on the ground. The ranger had no explanation of what had happened. Well then. Damn, Jerry. I know. Jerry is really a devil. Yeah, he really (laughs) does not care for livestock. Does not like them. Cows, pigs, anything. Jerry will fuck them up royally. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Have you ever gone looking for the Jersey Devil?
1: I have not. I have always wanted to. Like, I've always wanted to, like, take a drive down to the Pine Barrens. Me too.
0: And, like, just tool around. It might be a good idea to go down there with the <laughs> podcast equipment and drive back at night. Uh, Yeah, I, I hear that.
1: Yeah, no, even when I was in high school, like, the opportunity
0: just simply never arose. Me neither, because... New Jersey is deceptively large, uh, especially lengthwise. You know, you can drive across it in about an hour and a half. But um, to get down to the Pine Barrens, it, it would be a bit of a drive. It would be a, from where we are probably about two hours, right?
1: Yeah, something like that. Do you know anyone who's ever gone looking for the Jersey Devil? I do. My dear wife has done it several times with her friends. Really? Yes.
0: Did she find it? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> No no crazy stories? No crazy stories, really. Um, mostly just high school kids doing stupid shit in the woods.
0: <laughs> like what? Chewing through leashes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, blowing up bottle rockets and shit like that.
0: Oh, they encountered people doing that. Or they did Oh, no, did they it. did it. My goodness, what a rebel. <laughs> I don't actually know anyone, I don't think, who's ever gone looking for the... I wonder, this, doesn't this feel like something Luke would have done at some point?
1: I'm sure it's something Luke has done at some point. <laughs> Luke um, is a friend of ours from high school. I was not with him when he did it, so I can't confirm or deny.
0: Yeah, it's hard to say, although this does seem very much like something Luke would have done. Yeah, and
1: uh, for no other reason than Luke liked to have an excuse to drive two hours. so.
0: Uh, he loves being in the car. He really does. He's just one of those people. I hate it. I hate driving. Although, since I got my new car, I, I've I have a newfound appreciation for it. <laughs>
1: it will oh. take your new car to the Pine Barrens. So.
0: I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> it would be nice. I, my car has a wonderful entertainment system. Uh, <laughs> although if we're recording, I guess we wouldn't be using it. <laughs> That's <fair. laughs> um, How do you feel the Jersey Devil stacks up against other cryptids?
1: I feel like in true Jersey fashion, I feel like the Devil has something of an inferiority complex. Really? Like- <laughs>
0: You know, maybe it's just the fact that I grew up here and it's be, it's like so ingrained in me, but I feel like I hear more about Jersey Devil than I do about like even Bigfoot.
1: Yeah, I think that's because we're from here.
0: Mm, but like true. it's
1: it's one of those things that like you don't have to explain to anybody what Bigfoot is. No. But like if I were to speak to someone from from way out west who most likely has never heard of the Jersey Devil, like <laughs> I would have to explain This, like, extremely local cryptid Mm. (laughs) that we have. (laughs) I mean, that's fair,
0: yeah. He's, he's, but I feel like most states have at least one kind of local lore cryptid. Like, Mm -hmm. I know we were talking about in the Mothman episode that in, uh, I think it's Michigan, there's Lake Champlain, and Mm -hmm. there's, like, Champ, who is, like, the Nessie of Lake Champlain. Yeah. Uh. So I wouldn't be surprised if there are other states I would I would honestly be shocked to shit if Pennsylvania doesn't have a cryptid.
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like they must although to be perfectly honest with you like Jerry spent so much time in PA, he may just have sort of co-opted it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. I feel like any uh, th- the cryptid of Pennsylvania is just anyone who lives like west of pittsburgh like (laughs) i feel like (laughs) that's that's the cryptid of pennsylvania but um i i i have to imagine that every state has like a fun little monster i like to think so i I would terrorize everybody i would
1: be interested in in learning what every state's little little monster is
0: yes please if you live in a state that is not new jersey and you're listening i'm begging you I'm literally full-on like unabashedly begging you to write to us about your cryptids because I want to hear all about them you can send them to us at spookygayfam at gmail.com or you can send them to us on Twitter through direct message uh sp- which is my Spooky Gay... Is it Spooky Gay it's Fam? It's Spooky Gay spooky Fam. Spooky Gay Fam. You can send it to us on Instagram through DM. That's my Spooky Gay Family. You can send it to us on Facebook. My Spooky Gay Family podcast is our our podcast page. Please, please, please. I am literally unabashedly begging for you to tell us your cryptid stories because I love them. <laughs> and I love hearing the ones that are like lesser known yeah. You know what I mean? It's so fun to to learn everybody's like local lore. It really, really, really uh, tickles me. I love it to death. <laughs> what the hell was I talking about?
1: <laughs> um, we had just t- finished telling stories. And we were talking about how Jerry may possibly be also the cryptid of Pennsylvania.
0: I mean, he certainly though- is. Do yeah. you think... Because there are stories ranging anywhere from the 1700s to literally like 30 years ago, yeah. Uh, and I would be willing to bet in some instances, probably a lot more recent than that. Yeah. If we were to do a little more digging, do you think? Uh, do you think that Jerry's still out there somewhere?
1: I mean, like we said earlier, I do think that Jerry is just a fun bit of local folklore, but I, I I feel like he's going to persist for a good long while.
0: That's the fun of it. It's like, there will always be new stories because of this wonderful folklore. And I really hope we never see the end of Jerry.
1: Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think we'll ever quite be rid of Jerry.
0: <laughs> At the very least, we'll always have Glenn, the <laughs> New Jersey demon. He's 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 not the he's not quite a devil, but he's 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 a he's a specter. He's the New Jersey specter. <laughs> um, there was one other piece of information that you uh came upon before before we close this out. It was something about uh, uh, it was a strange relation between Jerry and the Mothman.
1: Yes. Um. In <laughs> in my research today, I did find that there are. There is
0: some contention, some speculation
1: (laughs) that the Jersey Devil may in fact be the Sandhill Crane, (laughs) Which which is the exact same bird that is blamed for Mothman sightings.
0: Yeah. And I feel like if it is the Sandhill Crane, these must be the most elusive, massive birds I've ever heard of. I was like, I've never heard of a seven foot bird in New Jersey. I looked up
1: the sandhill crane because I wanted to see like what this fucking thing looked like because it's like, this is constantly getting mistaken for monsters.
0: <laughs> is it horrifying?
1: It's not that horrifying. It looks like a fucking bird. It's a bird. That's, <laughs> like, it's, it's just a bird. It's, it's just
0: a fucking bird. It looks, it, like, has, it looks like a slightly fuzzier ostrich.
1: Yeah, but it has like red markings around its eyes and it does it to have that red eye reflecting thing. So everybody's like, "Oh well, if you see something weird, then you know it's, it's first, just a sandhill sand sand crane." crane. <laughs> it
0: but- <laughs> was a wolf. <laughs> it's a sandhill crane.
1: <laughs> it's like it had the legs of a goat. Sandhill crane.
0: <laughs> because they are known for having the legs of a goat.
1: Yeah, but um, the only thing I can say is that in some of the sightings, where it's described as looking like an ostrich, like I could I could see maybe it having been a sandhill crane, but like yeah,
0: that's fair. But I like, could see that.
1: Most of the sightings do in fact describe it as be- looking like a goat with the head of a dog, with the face <laughs> of a horse, with the teeth of an alligator, with the brain of a pigeon, with the tail of a serpent. Like, like, like it, it, it's, it's like none of that describes the fucking sandhill crane. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> with the chest of a supermodel. <laughs> like, um, wouldn't that be great if Jerry just had amazing tits? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry just has the most beautiful breasts you've ever seen. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I'm a demon everywhere else, but look at my breasts. (laughs) I think that would be the best. He just has huge, like, pendulous, gorgeous breasts.
1: Also, for some reason, very Jersey. I'm not sure why.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, like... To have massive, overwhelming tits. (laughs) Yeah, I could see that being New Jersey. Uh... Let us know what you think. If there's something you think could be getting mistaken for the Jersey Devil, or if you think the Jersey Devil is really out there terrorizing people. And like I said before, please send us your cryptid stories because I desperately want to hear them. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, you might be thinking... I've never written to my spooky gay family before. And, you know, I'm a very casual listener. There's no reason for me. I'm telling you right now, right in. I don't even need to read it on air. You can say, don't read this on air, but I thought you should know. I just want to hear your cryptid stories for my own personal life. I want desperately to hear them. So send them in. We would love, love, love to hear from you. Uh, And I I think that's it for Jersey Devil. Am I forgetting anything? No, I don't think so. I think we've covered Jerry pretty well. And Jerry is going to cover us with his massive titties uh, for years to come. So until the day comes when you are lucky enough to see the head of a horse or the head of a dog with the face of a horse and the brain of a pigeon, the wings of a bat, the hands of a... I don't know, supermodel, the tits (laughs) that are just the most gorgeous tits you've ever seen, the legs of a goat, the body of a kangaroo, (laughs) and the tail of a lizard. Stay spoopy and remember. Southern New Jersey's Pine Barrens. It's named for the unusual pine forest that grows miraculously on a barren plain of sandy, acidic soil. Coupled with this curiosity... Is the hideous monster that supposedly haunts these woods. The Jersey Devil. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Alon, and this episode contains clips from Monsters and Mysteries in America, distributed by Destination America 2013. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions.